Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of A Couple With A Coach. Thank you so very much for joining me for this episode all about pregnancy and continuing to train weight training, physical endurance throughout the different trimesters of pregnancy. Lindsay from Live Ayrshire is joining me on this episode as she is currently going through her second pregnancy right now. Lindsay and her partner Ricky have just recently expanded their facility into a much bigger area where they've been able to expand their business dramatically. I'm Lucy, the founder of Coach Lucy, a community which focuses on health for life and gives it to you in the time it takes to make a cuppa and drink it. Welcome to A Cuppa with the Coach. I love that becoming a mum for the first time for Lindsay was really what inspired her fitness journey and not to the traditional people want to look to get their pre-baby bodies back. She wanted to improve our health and well-being, not just for herself, but for her daughter, because she knew that if she improved in all those elements of her health and well-being, that she would be able to become a better mum to her little girl, Olivia. And again, there's a really lovely story behind Live Fit and the name of that business and how her daughter inspired her to start this fitness journey and how that just completely grew arms and legs into what Live Fit Ayrshire is now. It's only been like six and a half years um, that I actually first stepped foot in a gym. Um, my daughter was nine months nine months old and um, I kind of just was getting fed up with how lethargic I was always feeling. Um, I lived around the corner from a park and I remember the kind of like breakthrough moment for me was actually not, I couldn't even be bothered walking around the corner to the park with my daughter and I was like I don't want to be this kind of mum like I don't want to be a mum that's too lazy to take her daughter to the park so I I'd literally that night went online found like a wee local gym and joined the next day and I think like the rest is history everything I just walked in loved it didn't know what I was doing had no clue but um I'd literally spend like just five minutes on or three minutes I think I started on all of the machines and then just started trying to add in the weights and stuff. So it was it was not until I, I was a mum and just, it was more lifestyle. It w- and I was like three dress sizes bigger than what I am naturally. Like I'm a natural size eight, like I'm, I'm small, I'm only five one. So um, it was kind of like that where I was like, I'm also uncomfortable. Um, but that wasn't the main driver for me. The main driver was I just wanted to feel good and kind of health has always been my kind of drive so um but then obviously seeing the kind of fat loss as well and feeling better and more energetic from the fat loss kept me going everyone's pregnancy experience is going to be completely different to someone else's and again Lindsay, as she explains her first pregnancy is completely different to her second pregnancy and understanding that things are going to change again as the trimesters go along And sometimes you might not expect something to go the way it does, but still encouraging yourself to continue with that training, maybe in a different format. If you were normally a morning person when you would work out, when your sessions were, maybe in the morning you actually tend to find that you have morning sickness or it takes you a wee bit of a longer time to rally round for the day. So that's maybe when we start to adapt the times in which we train along with how we train. It was difficult because when I fell pregnant was in January so we were smack in the middle of lockdown so what I did was I used our morning I was up every morning at 7am to do a class with all our members and like that was my class so I would use that as my own exercise too um but on top of that I'd be running and because I 
I'd got myself into OCR, which is obstacle course racing, and this is what I was training to start competing in. And obviously, there's not really many like rigs or anything about where I could just go and hang about on. So um, I was just keeping myself fit at the point. Training was a little bit different when I fell pregnant is what it would normally be when I'm in the gym and when I'm going to my training sessions on a Saturday at the farm we train at. So um, it was a little bit different, but I did train every single morning and I really went for it with all the members. So I was like physically going for it as well. And I was running four times a week. So it was, it, it changed a little bit when um, I fell pregnant because I had really, really bad sickness. So, um, and nobody knew I was pregnant. So I was trying to hide this through every morning. <laughs> so I, I thankfully... I let it I wouldn't hit me until after I sat down after class and I would sit down and it would just like overtake and I would have to run upstairs and be sick so I was really lucky that the sickness didn't actually affect the class so the only like for the kind of seven weeks where I was just really sick and I did I couldn't eat like I wasn't eating the same stuff I was put off things I was normally used to I basically was like just totally out of the game of what I wasn't used to so I wasn't running so I took the running out because that kind of movement made me feel crazy (laughs) so um, I would do the morning class and then I would be sick and then I wouldn't move for the rest of the day so um, I think I only got back into training when the, the gyms properly opened again and by that point I was 13 weeks pregnant so that's when I started kind of gradually building the weight back up so I had to start very low compared to what I was used to. Um, I've been able to just slowly build that weight back up again not to my pre-pregnancy but close close. (laughs) There's also a big misunderstanding when females fall pregnant that that's them they can't do anything anymore or people are quickly to shoot them down and what they're trying to achieve and it's not like that at all when you have a good education and understanding of what you are doing you're able to make those choices based on that sound evidence and advice that you're given you're not unable you're still able and um, it's just having that confidence and knowing that you've done this before you did like you've done this for a long time so you can still do it and you can still keep it up you can take certain precautions just even if it makes your mind feel better like um, I reckon I probably would have been able to lift like closer to what I was but I didn't want to take the risk so I bring it down for precaution sake and if you don't feel like comfortable doing something then you should definitely take those precautions and you know make adjustments but um, that was that is how I felt it was, it was like you know I've just always been used to this in the last six years um, going back into the exercises I was used to um, don't get me wrong now I'm not like climbing the rope to the top anymore or um I've not done any of the like we've got the monkey bars in our gym which is level and then we've got the incline decline and uh, the incline goes quite high so I haven't actually done that um I, I can do it which is the most annoying thing because I know I can it's a perfect example of like you know you, anyone could hand could slip and I could fall the wrong way and so I've not wait, I've not done the full rig where I've done the incline and decline because I thought that's you know anything could happen um I'm not going to do that so there that's an example of like kind of not doing something that I know that I can do because 
it could be an easy mistake but things with like squats and deadlifts and you've got the safety bars there and you know you you know form and if you if you're confident with that then there's no reason why you can't continue um so I, I truly believe in just kind of continuing and taking precautions understanding what your body's trying to communicate with you is probably one of the best resources you will have in order to identify the training that is going to be something you're going to be able to continue throughout your pregnancy absolutely i think um, it all depends on your pregnancy and every pregnancy is different like you said so it's um like a lot of women have like a lot of pelvic pain um i've thankfully not had that so i've been able to still continue running um, but I know a lot of women have had to stop running because of the impact so I know that that's an issue that has kind of came up and I know that like friends that I have that are pregnant have had that too but, but I have not I don't run as much as I, I normally do I kind of I've been using the Stairmaster more for my cardiovascular you know can using that a little bit more also I'll be totally honest my ego is terrible when it comes to my pace and running so when I have run I've not even been I've not even been tracking it on Strava I'm like no I don't want to see how how much slower I am because I think I've grown a lot I think because it's my second pregnancy and I've heard from other mums that have had their second pregnancy that you know I'm much bigger and heavier quicker so the pressure and the kind of heaviness down there when you run it is really uncomfortable but I find it is more uncomfortable for the beginning of your run if you're used to running it's more uncomfortable for the beginning of your run and then you kind of almost get used to it but there has been times when I've been running and I'm just like "Mm, that's feeling a little bit tight or I'm feeling a little bit I'll just start walking for a bit and then go back to running and see how I feel I think the main thing for women is listening is really tuning into your body and I mean you should be doing that beforehand anyway but even more so in pregnancy just you know looking out for any pains or niggles or things that are going to get in the way and just kind of nipping them in the bud very early. People are always going to have an opinion on your actions, regardless if you're a pregnant female or a male. Stereotypically putting people into a category here, but especially older generation who have had babies themselves, they don't see the value of continuing exercise. They're very nervous when they see people females lifting weights when they're heavily pregnant throughout the different trimesters the movements that we do and how we perform that is going to change your coach is going to be able to identify those cues and change that technique for you so that you're still able to move but maybe not to the same extent that you did before mum i love you dearest but my mum is always extremely nervous when i say to her oh another one of my ladies are pregnant like they've fallen pregnant i was like oh my gosh we've got about 10 right now and my mum will be like you watch them you be careful you know make sure you're not pushing them too hard and I'm like Lorraine I literally have a degree in sport and exercise science have studied for years also am pre and post nasal qualified and have trained rather a few clients both pre and post natal but she's like no no you know what I mean just just be careful I absolutely agree with that I think I mean my mum has been the main person that you know she she she's on Instagram probably just to be nosy and she watches my stories and if she's seen me like um in the gym lifting weight she, she'll phone me she's like I don't like seeing you doing that and I'm like mum I'm fine for god's sake how many times do I need to tell you um I also had um my auntie saying something to me about when I was doing the monkey bars and she's just like I could stretch your abdomen and then your placenta can come out of place and I was like no that's not that's not true so um yeah there was that as well so I was like no um I think I think when I, I don't know um for everyone but I know that when 
uh, the older women in, in my family, when they've been pregnant, they've kind of sat down, put their feet up, like took care and didn't continue moving. Whereas in, in my head, I find that if you were to sit down and you wouldn't get used to the weight that you're bearing. And I think it's kind of like progressive overload, isn't it? Where it's like you're getting bigger and you're bigger and bigger. You want to get used to being on your feet and obviously like still taking more rest than what you would before pregnancy and trying to take time to put your feet up a bit more. But um, if you don't get used to that gradual weight gain, then I think you're going to really struggle and it could actually cause complications, I think, later in the pregnancy. And there are things as well, you know, you'll know yourself with being qualified is it helps strength, like lifting weights and things help strengthen your pelvic floor. It, you know, it helps your body prepare better for labour and you're going to be in a much more kind of prime state for having the baby. And then also for your recovery, depending on whether you have a natural or a, a cesarean, regardless, I think, you know, keeping moving and getting used to the kind of the uncomfortable uncomfortable kind of weight gain as well and the changing uh, centre of gravity and it's going to help you after the baby too. So I think it will help recovery much better as well. So I think the... I think the older generation have been more used to just taking it easy, whereas a lot more people are more active now. And I think it's it's something that women should know that they shouldn't be scared to, to train through their pregnancy. I think it's also really important just to know the benefits that Lindsay's currently feeling throughout training with her second pregnancy. Through training, I feel I feel stronger, um, which is one of a lovely like feeling that even if I feel like my body's completely changing out of my control that I feel strong and I feel well. I definitely, I mean, don't get me wrong, my hormones are still through the roof, but when I was pregnant with my daughter, I really was down. I was down a lot. Um, I didn't have actually the sickness and all that with my daughter, so I had it easier in that way, but mentally I had it harder. And um, I found it really difficult to deal with like everyday situations. And after my pregnancy as well, my daughter had a quite bad postnatal depression. So I think that the fact that I really didn't move and I, I wasn't really into even health and, and well-being, it was, you know, I, I wasn't in that bubble. So I didn't really know what for good or what for bad. I just ate what I wanted. I was drinking lots of iron brew and um, I was hardly moving. And I've noticed that, you know, I feel, although I have, I definitely still have ups and downs, I feel like you have much more control over your mind. And I think that, for example, I've kept, like, the running part of things especially has been more for my mind than for, there's certain things I'm doing to try and keep up with the sport and wanting to continue in, like, you know, grip strength and, you know, um, staying strong. But a lot of it still comes down to just me feeling well mentally. And uh, I think that that is probably one of the most important things. And, that probably the most important thing that women should focus on is keeping their mental health intact and with your hormones fluctuating everywhere it can be really difficult so if you've got more of a control of that through kind of releasing some stress and and anxiety and things through exercise then I think it will help so much so much more um, in the long run. There's also going to be a hard point postnatally once you've had your baby and you're almost mentally ready to return back to training but your body isn't quite at that same stage yet and it could be quite difficult especially for somebody who has trained as intensely like Lindsay has herself for so many years now to maybe listen to her body just that little bit more rather than her mind first. Starting small and building it'll be like just having to accept that I need to start 
back a stage and I guess it all depends on how I give birth like I had a, a section with my daughter emergency section so um, I know that that's like 12 weeks recovery compared to six weeks if I managed to give birth naturally which is what I'm wanting to go the route I'm wanting to go down but so it might be out of my control I don't know um so I guess it all depends on you know when you know how I, how I give birth but then also just you know, and knowing that I can, as long as I know that I've given myself the right amount of time recovery, I'll start small and it'll build and hopefully feel more confident um, as each training session goes on. And I think it's just about building up small steps and, and building your confidence back up. But um, I, I do definitely have a mindset where I'm like, you know, I'm, able, I'm capable of doing this. Um, I can, you know, so I'm always more that I can and that I can't. So um, it's trying to also like, pass that forward on to clients too I think that that's a huge part of being a coach is kind of trying to show clients that you can do things so um, I need to practice what I preach. <laughs> the inspiration behind Liffa Ayrshire's name is something that I think is very warming especially for the topic of conversation today in terms of pregnancy and becoming a mum and how much this new additional life to yours really changes how you are as a person and your values too. Being a mum inspired me to get into fitness. Actually being a mum makes me take my goals more seriously and I think sometimes you can feel guilty for wanting to train and do the all these things when you're a mum and you know I find that maybe my mum some my mum my own mum sometimes says you know you should be maybe focusing more on this or that or you know you're going to have two girls now like you're going to have two children you maybe can't do this and can't do that but I find that since I've been into fitness like Olivia has always been my inspiration um to better myself because if I better myself I'll be a better mum and that's where the kind of name came from because it was like you know Olivia is the reason why I live fit um so it kind of just works in with, with the, the name I think that you shouldn't ever dilute your goals because you're a mum and because you feel like that should be your only responsibility I think it's very very clear that your kids small eyes are on you they're watching what you do and that will carry forward into their life and when they grow up and I hope that my daughter my daughters actually take what I do and see that I'm not scared to take on challenges and I'm not scared to put myself forward for putting myself up for um, huge goals and, and not being scared to go for them but also just in the general lifestyle of you know eating well and looking after myself and self-care and uh, keeping fit and active you know I want my children to to go on and do that as well and uh, take on those kind of behavior and behaviors and personalities I find that fitness is it's a behavior and it's a I find it's part of my personality so that's really where the the name came from because Olivia inspired me and it wasn't until I was a mum that I realized how important it is so yeah that that's exactly where the name came from was really that she kind of driven me to to better myself to be a better mum and uh, it'd be nice for people to to get into that before they're at that stage because I, I do wish I, I'd been in that stage prior to being a mum where I was looking after myself a lot more. You just realise once you start doing it how important it is and you're like, oh, this is how I should have always felt. You can't look after anyone else unless you're looking after yourself. So um, I do, I think it's really important that it's, it's always balanced out with your partner and that stuff too. So 
um, yeah, plus us women are more hormonal, aren't we? So we probably need more of a, a stress relief. <laughs> Lindsay and Ricky's facility is really creating a path of change, especially for the fitness industry in terms of taking that transition for people purely training for fat loss or aesthetics purpose and really changing it to push themselves to new limits and break through new barriers for them. And the aesthetic side of thing just becomes a byproduct of them working hard feeling good and encompassing everything that they can in their own life so I thought it was only fitting that Lindsay spoke to you a little bit about their facility and what they have created in there class ourselves like a performance and lifestyle gym so we're we're not based on physique and um, we want to kind of promote that through getting yourself the fittest you can be and uh, fueling your body right with like good nutritious foods and things that you will you'll get that body as a byproduct and it's about focusing on the health and the performance first instead of always focusing I want that body I want this I want that I want that because then it can get into unhealthy habits of um, purely calorie counting and not caring about what nutrients are in that foods and you know foods that could be lower in calories but um, less in nutrient, nutrient count can make you feel worse off mentally and it's about trying to get that full round circle of well-being so we're trying to our best to promote that we've got lots of different classes on we we kind of try and cover the spectrum of a uh, you know endurance strength circuits a uh, high intensity body weight running we've got run club on a saturday as well and uh, just kind of trying to provide everything so we've obviously now got the ocr rig so if anyone's training for tough mudder like we've got that ready <laughs> and, and we've just became an affiliated gym for high rocks which is an up-and-coming event and it started in germany um and then rocketed in america and it's now coming over to the uk with three UK dates coming up and uh, members can either compete, train to compete and do our high rocks classes, which we have on three times a week, or they can just have it for a bit of fun. You know, we'll be having like our own simulations going on in the gym where people from all over Scotland can come along and and compete for our high rocks um, event. And it gives them the idea of what a true, like a real event will feel like. We've jumped on that too, because we find that high rocks is an all round test of fitness because you know, it's, it's testing all the stimulus. It's a, a 1K run in between all the exercises. There's the ski, there's the row, there's the sled push and pull. It's really tough. I've not had the chance to try it yet because we became affiliated while I'm pregnant and it is, it's far too intense for pregnancy. I'll, I'll put it out there. But yeah, it's everyone has been really testing their fitness with it. And through that, they've been getting a lot fitter as well. And I think through that, that feeling of people feeling the fittest they've ever been is is driving them to to continue that everyone is getting those those physique goals that they've been wanting and without even focusing on it just focusing on you know well, I'm doing this and I'm, I'm eating better so we're, we're very much focused on that we won't be having any sort of challenges like fat you know fat loss challenge or you know we're just really focusing on the kind of staples of performance and health both mentally and physically so it's kind of what our gym represents you can come in and free train and do your own thing as well pregnancy is a truly amazing thing from what it looks like on the outside looking in i don't have experience of being pregnant i would love to have that experience in my lifetime but coming from a place of health and fitness is very much my life and not that i'm body obsessed 
but you train really hard and your body is a byproduct of that and as Lindsay's going to go into how she feels a little bit more with her body changing it's important that we do cover this topic because pregnancy I can imagine is not always sunshine and rainbows and the change of you growing another human inside of your body and your body changing almost feeling like it's been taken over by somebody else is going to affect your how you feel internally too and it's important that no matter how you feel, those feelings are always relevant. No matter how anybody else feels or their different stage in their life or what they have and haven't got, how you feel and your feelings are relevant to you and yourself. Probably one of my biggest struggles in pregnancy that I would want to kind of uh, make clear is I think with the changes in your body, they can be quite hard to deal with mentally. And, um, and physically um, because things are obviously going to have to like be adjusted and um, I've struggled with that because I'm a, I, I've been an active person kind of gets down to a point where you sometimes can feel like I can't feel that way because you know there's women that would kill to be in my position and um, and then you don't deal with your feelings because you feel you feel that way you're like I can't feel that way because I'm so lucky because I am I'm, I'm so grateful and lucky to be in the position I am where um, not only am I able to carry my own children, but I'm able to stay active for it as well. But um, I think it's really important to deal with your feelings and, and know that it's okay to feel that way. Like you can still be um, happy to see your body change, but also be quite sad to see it go. And that's, I, I think that it needs to be highlighted. That's a really normal um, feeling to have and that you shouldn't feel guilty or you shouldn't suppress your feelings because you almost feel guilty that you shouldn't feel that way. Um, at the end of the day, it's still a feeling and you should still feel that. And um, it, it, it's, it's extremely unfortunate when women aren't able to carry their own children. And that doesn't take away the fact that you you feel that way f- uh, for them. But it's, it's still really important, I think, to just know, like, it's OK to feel this way. I am human and I have these feelings because I'm used to this and it's changing and change is hard. As one of the main things that I've, I've struggled with and I don't think I dealt with my feelings very well to start because I was constantly thinking I can't feel this way I can't do it because I'm very lucky and I'm in a grateful I'm I'm in a, a very lucky situation and a lot of women would kill to be in my position but through that I didn't deal I didn't deal with those feelings so I think sitting down and I, I spoke to Ricky about it and it's just about talking to someone about it and I, I sat down and spoke to Ricky and I just said I'm really struggling with these feelings because I'm struggling to see my fitness kind of I'm able to kind of keep a certain pace but not it's going down and I'm struggling with that and I'm struggling my body changing because it's affecting my fit my fitness and my abilities and um I do find that really hard but I feel guilty because of this but you know just speaking about it just helped and then I was able to deal with the feelings and now be like right okay I'm aware now that it's not going to get easier I understand now that you know that's how I feel and it's okay to feel that way it, your, your feelings are always relevant no matter what they are you feel away for a certain reason you can be happy to see your body change and it's a beautiful thing to see your baby grow but you can you can still at the same time be sad to see that your body go so it's about kind of creating a bit more normality around that and not feeling guilty for your feelings guys thank you very much for listening to this wonderful episode of a couple with a coach Lindsay, a huge thank you for jumping on and doing this with me as well. I couldn't think of anybody better to speak about this topic than yourself. Guys, please do check both Lindsay and Ricky's place out. You will find it on Instagram and Facebook. 
You can find Lindsay on Instagram at Lindsay underscore Live Fit Training Academy. You can also find Ricky there too and their gym at Live Fit Training Academy too. Again, what you can find at their facility, the different classes they have and personal training experience too. So definitely go take a look, go give them a follow and again, share this podcast on your social medias. Let people know that it's out there. We really appreciate that. Guys, have an awesome day. I will see you on the next one. Bye.